Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 4. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they seek to change the world, and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris, and you can find me at EwokKiller on Twitter. I play Finnegan Finn Tempest, a tiefling trainer, which is a Skyrend original class supported by the Metalweave Games supplement Baby Beastry. Finn is the trainer of Cerulius, a blue guard drake. Hi, my name is Nate. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the human monk, and I am currently hosting Cade, the demigod of the land in my brain. Hi, I'm Shannon. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Shannon. I play Aranus Gray, the god of rebellion, and I am a half-elf bard. You can also find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast, and you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Attempting to push your way through the contract house alone did not go as planned. Even though you were successful against the first group of guards, that victory did not come easy. Rather than press your luck by continuing on, you retreated to the relative safety of the Church of Rebellion here in Caravel to rest, recover, and build your forces. Unfortunately, the element of surprise is now gone. The guards you beat into submission will surely share their intel on you with their superiors. Whenever you do make your next attempt, the contract house will likely be prepared. However, Lynn Jarvis may not be content to simply prepare defenses. Knowing you will need time to recover, he has already sent patrols out to locate you. For the moment, they do not know your current location but that will not stop them from trying to persuade others to reveal you. Caravel is by no means a small city, but it will be risky to move about in the open. As you wake to prepare for the day, your allies are doing the same. Parlin emerges from a back room with Seth and Mahogany, the three of them wearing handcrafted cat ears and tails to honor Arnis's accidental transformation. Parlin carries extras for anyone who wants a set. Rystos, tickled by this, takes a set but does not put them on. What would you like to do today? I guess in case we forgot. Yeah, Arnis tried to polymorph and accidentally turned into a catboy. Um, yeah, I remember. <laughs> um, and your most devout follower certainly noticed. Sorry. Uh, I would uh, like to start my day by thanking Parlin for being... Uh, just awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That puts a huge smile on their face. Parlin will certainly offer you one. I'm I'm good, thank you, though. Oh, Parlin looks a little defeated, but they, along with Seth and Mahogany, will, will offer them to the rest of you as well before offering them to the others hanging out here. Would anybody like a pair? Of cat I'll ears and one. a tail. I'll take one. That's cool. <laughs> you putting that on, Darwin? Mm, sure, why not? <laughs> I was just starting to have like PTSD flashbacks of not being able to take off my like butterfly antenna. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can't take that from you. I can't put a headband on my head. <laughs> Freaking out. One. Harlan just made these last night. No, I know. With, with Seth and, and Mahogany, none of whom that you know of are particularly magical. Two, Gosram is dead. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm still shook, though. <laughs> Finnegan, would you like a pair for yourself or perhaps for Cyril? Cyril's <laughs> already in her harness, and um, I, I, I take a pair and I walk over and I hold them to her. <laughs> 
like, and I kind of give her like, do you want to wear this? She looks up at me and looks at everyone else, looks at Arnis, just kind of shakes her head. Like, y'all look ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) So I give it back. Okay. Cat ears and tails aside, what would you all like to do today? Not die. That's a good start. It's a good good start. start. (laughs) Reistos agrees with this plan, as do pretty much everybody else in this church right now. If no one has anything specific, I can certainly bring in NPCs to to press things, but I wanted to leave this open at first. You kind of know where you're at. Finnegan thought. Finnegan's going to broach this subject. Finnegan is like, Oi. I think we need to put together some spies. Someone to watch the guard, make sure no one's coming for us and let us know ahead of time. It's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Ironis, you're, you're good with people. I'm pretty sure you could convince some. And I have my ways. If you allow me some time and maybe a friend or two, I'd like to make a trip out to the forest and see if I can't find us a companion. You want to leave the city? What? Well, the, the forest isn't far, right? Like, we're in a rather rustic area you're, you're in caravel which i mean you could get to the wood i'm not gonna say you can't i just want to confirm that you wanted to leave the city to go do that well we're gonna have to leave the city if we're gonna go arm the farmers for one uh-huh. uh. see originally i thought this was all just getting the people within the city behind you but if you want to get people i'm sorry within the city walls behind you if you want to get people who are outside of the city walls behind you like, it's a bigger question. Who do you want to fight this fight? Well, I mean, the fight is for anybody, like, connected to the city, right? Because they're all paying the crazy taxes. <laughs> I don't know if that includes people who are just outside the city walls. Uh, anybody who does business with the city would be affected. Yeah, I guess, like, the bigger question we need to decide is who do we want to fight this war? I guess well, it also then, depends on who we can get to fight it, right? Yeah, I think that that mm-hmm. is part of it, too. If the people who are even, like, moderately, like, connected to the city, like, farmers who basically live outside the city walls are still affected by what's happening, then we would want them, mm-hmm. right? But it seemed to me like it was all the businesses within the city that were affected. Affected. Am I remembering that right? Am I misremembering something? You, you're remembering correctly. Okay. The businesses in the city are definitely affected. But if a farmer wanted to, like, you know, come in and sell their goods, they would be affected too. The right. farmers who have set up outside of the city and who have lived their lives coming in and selling food here or, you know, selling to a merchant who then sells food, they're impacted. Like, okay. They still have to pay that fee to get in the city in the first place. That fucking bullshit. And then it's not like the merchants who are in here are going to be charging them a lower price. Um, you can't just raise tax. <laughs> it's an economy. It affects everybody who participates. Right. Okay. That's how it works. <laughs> but, so, yes, farmers would be affected because if their farm is like right outside the city walls or, you know, then an hour's ride outside of the city, right, like, where right. else are they going to go? They can't just pick up a farm and go elsewhere. They'd have to buy land somewhere else. And they'd have to, you know, <laughs> start over again what are you laughing at i'm just having like an image of like a cartoon farm where they just like put a a rope at the like four corners of the plot and just like pick it up and move it Mm -hmm. (laughs) sorry it's okay it's okay we live in a magical world here with Mm -hmm. enough magic that could surely be done you could just put a tow hitch on one end put a rope around that and drag it out but, you know, <laughs> most folks around here couldn't afford that to begin with, let alone during these hard times. Which I guess is a long way of me saying, yes, you could get farmers involved. Yes, Finnegan could go out, try to find some allies there, try to find some animals outside, too. If That was what I was thinking, yeah. Although I don't need to go out. If we want to stay here, I'm sure there's a park somewhere I can find the animal spies I'm looking for. Or an alley cat. I'm just, I'm looking for... A creature that we could, I could convince to help us that would be nondescript. Okay. Okay. I'm like down. a, a um, spy animal. Okay. I mm-hmm. wasn't sure if you meant like animals to fight alongside you. Well, I mean, I, I would be 
for our advantage, taking them on as a low level. Uh, I have I have two levels left to take on, so I'd be taking them on as a low level, but I'd be using them like for intelligence and communication. Uh, okay, like, that's why I was thinking like go to the forest, find a bird of prey, right? Go into the alleys, find a cat, find something that the the guard isn't going to be like, wow, that animal is really not supposed to be here. Okay. That's that makes way more sense than me picturing Finnegan going into the stables and having his Braveheart speech to the horses, and <laughs> then they all charge the city gate. You know, I mean, we could do that too. And I tell you, you know, sir, they're coming with horses. You mean they're coming on horseback? No, <laughs> the horses are fighting. <laughs> oh, we're totally doing that, by the way. <laughs> I mean, you can try. I'm sure you know speak with animals. It's I'm a, pretty sure it's built into the class. To, yeah, it's built into the class. I get to use it like five times for free. Ooh, buddy. It's speak with animals. I'm, I'm not going to break anything. I know. So yeah, that's certainly an option. But if there are other people you want to convince into your service, bribe into your service, threaten into your service, or groups, as I said last time, there are guilds within the city. And don't forget you've got your party members who can do some of this work for you, both in the sense of finding allies or just getting intel. Morello is a, an assassin in training. He's a stealthy kid. He would be great eyes on the streets and maybe even in someone was... who could start to get some of the as we would street rats. Tonk as a bard could go places. Yeah, I was thinking that mahogany might be good with teaming up with Morello. And doing some of that just because, mm-hmm. like, she kind of knows streets, right? Yeah, like, that's a good idea. Yeah. Send them out. If Streetwise were a stat like, in this edition, she would have high Streetwise. Yeah. And so, like, sending them out as a team to kind of be eyes and ears, but then also see if there are other, you know, street youths around that I don't know. I don't know what to call it. What's, what's a PC term for that? What? Street youths? Yeah. Is that fine? <laughs> I think it's okay. Okay. Young people who live in town. I mean, well, but children. Like young, like young people who are maybe like, who are maybe rough. unhoused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and displaced children. Yeah, sure. There we go. Like other, other people who might be kind of, you know, like mahogany, right? Mm-hmm. They might be able to kind of recruit some of them and then cool. widen out from there. So um, recruiting child soldiers into your war well <laughs> no they're no, they're, really, they're, they're, no, I, they're more I imagine like, it was like they're intel, more like they're little birds yeah they're yeah. More like spies right because they like they can go a lot of places and no one's gonna notice them right no one's gonna pay any mm-hmm. attention to the you know um yeah people anyway. don't pay all that much attention to the homeless even when there's you know hard economic times and right. there's a lot of them Especially kids, because then it's like, oh, they're just punk kids messing around. Right. Exactly. Like, they've got parents. Let the parents deal with that shit. Right. So, maybe sending them out to do that. I would love to send a couple people to actually just, like, because I want to go see if we can get the pit fighters on our side. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, yeah. That's like a good for idea. Me, for me, that would be a really like big get, but I also figure that's really hard, which is why I want to do it. But I would love to send some people just to talk to like the business owners as well, mm-hmm, right? Because mm-hmm, I figure mm-hmm. that like they're paying a lot of taxes, they are probably an easier get. What about what's his face from Karami? Seth. Yeah. Oh, he's a great person to send. Maybe Parlin too. Maybe send them out as a as a team. Do they need somebody who can protect them? Not a bad idea. I mean, if you want to send Seth, he's a young teen, but timid. And Parlin tries. No, they are send, um, send Tonk with him. Tonk's a bard. At the very least, he can cast some magic and get them out. Yeah, even at a low level, I bet he could. He could keep them okay. He and help them run away. <laughs> yeah, he knows a lot of distracting spells. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, not a lot. I shouldn't say a lot, but he knows just some distracting spells. So the, that's a motley crew. So part of plan one is sending Tonk, your uh, teen gnome bard initiate guy, mm-hmm. out with Parlin Tress 
the senior citizen <laughs> and Seth Ordone. Yep. A young teen bookkeeper out to talk mm-hmm. to these shops and try to get these shops on your side. Yep. Mm-hmm. Question then. I, think, uh, I figured the team of them kind of covers all the bases. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, what were you saying, Scott? Question? <laughs> yes. Um, Seth Tonkin Parlin. I'm just writing this down. Going out to get merchant support. Seth Tonkin Parlin going out to get merchant support. What does that support look like when it comes time to go up against the contract house? Like, what are you getting? What do you want to get from them, I should say? Like, ideally, this goes well. All three of them go out. They talk to a bunch of merchants. Merchants are on your side. And then you get what? Um, I want people or product. So, like, we need people who are willing to go with us, or we need stuff that will help us succeed. So, whether it's, like, weapons, armor, potions, like, if the shop sells such a thing, right? Like, like we need, yeah. Okay. I just needed to ask that question, because right. I want to make sure I'm interpreting your desires here correctly. Yeah, and I, well, and... And part of it is, is like, I, you know, money would do just as well, but I figure like that's the shittiest thing I can ask, mm-hmm. considering that's what we're trying to get them out of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And considering that you collectively probably have a lot more money than some of these other merchants. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. You're asking exactly. us for money. We should be asking you for money. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I figure that's fucked up, so I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Please don't build a mega church. <laughs> um. No. Then we can make even more money. Mm-hmm. Church of um, Rebellion needs a jet. <laughs> oh my god. Church of Rebellion needs a jet. Oh my god. Um, okay. So I, they I really will... want to strangle people. <laughs> Just murder. All right. <laughs> so it. they will go and do that, and we can have roles for that when the time comes. Okay. It's also one of the reasons why I wanted to make this party tables. That way you guys can roll, and we can have bonuses visible right there. Because then it's you doing dice and not me doing dice for your success. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I should be rolling dice when it's attacking you. He only wants to roll dice that try to kill us. That's what he wants. <laughs> well, I want you to feel like your successes are yours, not Scott roll the success for you. Mm, that's fair. Yeah, but we never roll well, so. <laughs> it's true. Oh, that's, that's oh, maybe well. also that. That may be also that. There's, Okay. Sending them off to talk to the merchants. Arnis, you mentioned you want to get support of the pit fighters. Yeah. Is this directly from the pit fighters? Like, are you going to go out to training halls and rally them to you? Or mm. do you want to go to um, the sporting association, which is the, the guild that oversees athletes, and try to convince them to convince their athletes? You could hit all of them at once by doing that. Uh, they just may have less of a personal stake in following you if that is the case. Yeah. Why don't we start there and see what we accomplish? <laughs> start with the, the sporting association. Okay. Um, is that just going to be Arnis alone or is anybody going to go with Arnis to do this? Uh, I would like Darwin to come with me if he's willing, unless he has another idea. I'm good. That sounds like a good. Yes, I'm absolutely. Um, I'm going to go with them too, only to make sure that like, if Arnis is out, he's going to draw attention and best to have the heavy hitters with him. But while, no, while I'm out, I'm just going to keep an eye out for any ideal creatures to, uh, to call to our cause. Okay. So that means no going out to the farms. Not yet. Unless you're sending other NPCs out to do that, which they can't. Do we have anybody left that would be good at that? You've got people left. Um, Sam, Carolina, Felicity, Morello. Unless you want him doing stealth here. Yeah, that's actually a great job for them because that gets Sam and Carolina out of the city. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Morello and Mahogany, are they still going to go and try to be eyes and ears? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And Rysos, um, he's... Yeah, Rysos can stay <laughs> in the church. <laughs> sure, sure he will. <laughs> dick. You're a dick. I'm not, I'm not saying you're a dick. Rysos is a dick. 
Mahogany Morello going out to get Intel. So sorry, who slash, did you want to send out to the farm? Slash what? Uh, they're they're going out to get Intel slash recruit any like oh, that's um, right. kind of kids who are living rough. Slash recruit. Let me tell us there's more children to the cause. <laughs> To the farms, to, who did you say you wanted to send? Um, Sam, Carolina, and Felicity. Basically Ooh, the last three people. You're sending out all of your adults. <laughs> I suppose so. I mean, we could leave one of them here. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. You don't need anybody to babysit the church. As you saw, the church has the ability to defend itself. You won that <laughs> mm-hmm. fight, but they have fighters. Okay. Um, if Sam, Carolina, and Felicity are successful... What does that look like? I mean, getting assistance from children to the cause in terms of intel, like, yeah, that's self-evident what it is. And you going to the sporting association, I totally understand what you're getting out of that. What are you getting from the farmers? What do you, what do you want to get? I mean, like, for me, it would be the same thing, and someone can stop me if they have a better idea, but it would be the same thing as going to talk to the merchants. I want people or product. Right now, most likely it's going to be people because, you know, they're not going to have exactly what we need, Mm -hmm. except, you know, I guess we will have to feed people at some point. But I mean, it's not like you're besieged or you're marching out to a combat like you're still in the city. You do need food, but it's not like you're at risk of losing out on food. Basically the same thing. Like their thing is more it's it's more straight up recruitment, though, because they're not likely to have a like a product that's going to help. So really we need like people. Mm-hmm. Bunch of farmers with pitchforks, sickles, yeah. back, mm-hmm. no, not back hose, just normal hose. Um, Sides. Um, okay. So this is what I have right now. The three of you are going to go to the sporting association. Try to convince them that the fighters should all help you out. Very simple, very straightforward. Although along the way, Finnegan may get distracted by some animals. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I remember correctly, it takes time for you to form that bond, which means if you do see some animals, that'd be you splitting off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Seth Tonkin Parlin, they're going to go talk to some merchants out in the city, see if they can get you some support in terms of bodies or supplies. Mahogany and Morello are going to go out to get intel and try to convince some other kids to do the same. And Sam, Carolina, and Felicity going to go out to the farms around the area to recruit. That's going to take some time because I'll have to leave the city and, you know, actually wander around through the farms. And I believe, other than Rystos, that's all of your party members that you can have working on side tasks. I don't know how much you would trust Rystos with a task on his own just yet, but that's up to you if you want to or not. Left to his own devices, I can assure you he will probably just be following you. <laughs> like He'll be flying. He may not be like right next to you, but he'll be watching over you. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That way, when you screw up, he can bring it up again later. Right? Oh, why'd you fail here? I'm going to tell you why. Because you're dumb. <laughs> okay. Those all sound very, very good. Very, very good. Who do we want to start with? Um, Which one of those pursuits do we want to start with? Um, we don't need to play through all of them, but they all involve dice rolls. Well, I, okay, I have them in an order out here, so why don't we start with Seth, Parlin, and Tonk? I wrote down what everybody was doing, so. So did I. So did I. All right. Seth, Parlin, and Tonk are going to go out and talk to some merchants. I imagine that Tonk or Parlin, I don't know, all three of them would be good at talking to merchants. Seth just because, yeah, numbers. But the three of them are going to go out and talk to some merchants. Let's see. Tonk has a bonus of three, as does Parlin. Seth has a bonus of two. Sue, trying to figure out how we should do this. These, these bond stats are meant to be more individual, but I'm thinking we can do some addition here. In the case where multiple NPCs are going out to do stuff for you on their own, we can just add together the two best scores to represent this group effort. So you can get a plus six on this roll. Okay. 
We don't need to do any role playing for this unless somebody really wants to embody one of these NPCs or wants to like talk about a particular merchant that they went to go see. But we don't have to do any role playing here. Totally optional. Um, you know, a very good success could look like them getting assistance from merchants who actually have things that would be more beneficial. You know, things like blacksmiths and alchemists and apothecaries. Whereas a lesser success could be from less useful merchants. Like, what do you call those people who deal with textiles? You know. They're um, just called textile merchants. <laughs> that's lame. They should get a better name. <laughs> Would really improve their Q rating. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, it could come from lesser merchants. And, of course, if they fail, then that could also just sully your cause altogether. We have too many fails. We have to abandon this town and just run away. You guys know that, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe cool. we should have now. We have just fucking quit. Let's just retreat to Honey Hollow. That worked out. Uh. <laughs> have I mentioned how we still have to go through Honey Hollow again? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. So. Cool, cool, cool. Since we have one, two, three different NPC groups going out and doing stuff. And there are three of you. That means you each get to roll for one of the NPC groups. Who would like to roll for this one? I'll take this one. Okay. Terrified right now. Parlin, still in their cat ears and tail, going out to talk to some merchants. And probably proselytize a little bit. That's kind of why I sent him. (laughs) He can, like, the other two can sell other stuff. He can sell me. (laughs) Parlin is they. Oh, they. I'm sorry. Ah. I keep doing that. Right there in the in the party notes. I know. <laughs> Nate's got it open. Right. I'm going to call yeah. attention to the student who's behaving correctly. <laughs> I always want to do that to my <laughs> students. I'm like, why don't you have the thing I'm looking at? Mm-hmm. You just crit fail. No, but I rolled a three. Mm. Oh, what the hell? And eight. I have not had a good roll in this game in weeks it feels like an eight is rough i thought you said it was plus six. Oh, sorry nine i mean even still it's just a nine it's not you're you're right though helpful no but no no a nine is not great <sighs> a nine is what it looks like when merchants give you moral support <laughs> could be worse <sighs> seriously <sighs> it could it could be worse um moral support's not nothing in the long run, but in the short run, you've got merchants saying, you know, I can't go out and fight. I'm the one who makes money. I'm not going to send my kids out to go fight. You know, they're, they're in school or they have to learn the trade or, you know, they're looking after their siblings in terms of supplies. It's, I don't have anything to spare. Silver purse just took all my extra money. If I were to give you stuff for free, They got my ass if you fail. You get a lot of that. Like, if you fail, I'm fucked. But moral support also looks like they're not immediately writing out your party members who are going out and talking to the merchants. When the guards or any other silver purse enforcer types come through, they're not going to be like, the Church of Rebellion is recruiting to go kick your ass. So that is a positive there. Because a crit fail does look like people turning against you. And this is also, if you're successful, you know, they're not going to blame you for destroying part of the city. I mean, if you destroy their part of the city, maybe. But if you only mess up the contract house and the silver purse building, they're kind of okay with that. Yeah, uh, not a great start. Any questions about this particular scenario? Because I don't know if I covered kind of the basics. I think it works. Arnis, real quick. Yep. Roll me a d20. I should say Shannon real quick. Roll me a d20. This doesn't have anything to do with harness. I got a six. Hey, six merchants. Take cat ears and tail from Parlin. (laughs) Okay. Parlin's efforts to talk you and the church up are not unsuccessful. Man, I'm going to be real sad if the symbol of... Overthrowing the silver purse in this town is 
putting on cat ears. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna love it, but it's, it's like wacky. I'm not. It's not. Car- Carolina is gonna be in her element. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> it's not exactly um, threatening. <laughs> Let's just say. All right. Do we want to knock out the other NPCs before we get to the big show with you three? Yeah, I'd say so. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Knock out all the other failures before. I'm I'm super nervous. One of them. Hey, you don't have to be nervous. I already can fail, so it's fine. So I'm also gonna fail. That's. Hey, come on. I just like I can't seem to succeed at all lately. So I'm I'm very. boohoo with myself and it's all because i can't roll for crap so it's nobody else's fault i blame the dice yep um we've got mahogany and morel going out to recruit children and gain intel and we've got sam caroline and felicity going out to the farms to build up your arms which one do we want to go to first if no one wants to speak up i say we follow mahogany and morello because that's still within the city sounds good yeah that sounds like a good point okay Mahogany and Morello going out along the side streets, finding other street youths, trying to get information on what's going on and whether or not any of these kids could be rallied to the cause. While that can take the form of being runners, that could also take the form of causing distractions, let's say. Pulling guards away from the contract house by, I don't know, starting trash can fires outside of the silver purse. Awesome. Let's do that. Kids are fun. Kids are okay with light arson. Light arson. They can be. Not all children. That is a great fun. Light <laughs> arson. <laughs> but as someone who was once a child and fascinated by fire, I could see the appeal. Yeah. It's fun to watch things burn. That's what I'm saying. Who wants to roll for Mahogany and Morello? Looking at the two of them. Morello's got a two bonus, and Mahogany also has a two, so this is a plus four. I'll roll. Let me get this out of the way. All right. Okay, okay, okay. You ready? I'm ready when you are, Nate. Okay. Okay, I rolled a 13. Oh. Ooh, nice. Is that before well or after done. the bonus? That is before the bonus. So the bonus Whoa. was two, you said? The bonus is four. four. Bonus is four, so it's a 17. 17. Ooh. That looks like a success to me. That ain't terrible. Well done, Nate. <laughs> I got lucky. Thank you. So, your NPC friends have managed to go get other street youths on your side. I will tell you about the intel that they gather, but is there anything else that you want from these children's? I mentioned light arson, but that there could be other things. It doesn't have to be crime. Well, but... um. But distractions would be would be top of the list, yeah. As well, okay. Any particular types of distractions that you would enjoy seeing? I I don't know. I mean, I like to think of his trash can fires because you said it. That sounds like so much fun. <laughs> it just sounds so fun. I, but like, I'm I'm good with anything, right? If they have people who can like scale buildings and like shout at people and then like run away across the rooftops like i'm down for that too mm-hmm. or like or just like you know uh throwing dirt at people and running away like just <laughs> yeah, that's good <laughs> just like <laughs> disrupting guard patrols yeah, yeah. Just, just harassment in general of the guards yeah. and just basically like just keeping their attention essentially uh-huh. okay okay sounds good the intel, um, I mean, I can tell you all now, or we could wait until you reconvene with your party members so we can do this out in character. Um, we can wait till we reconvene. I'm good with that. Alrighty, cool. Street youths are on your side. Woo! Which leaves us with Sam, Carolina, and Felicity going out to the farms to recruit others. This one probably takes the longest out of any of these three, simply because they have to leave the city walls and go around to farms. Whether they're doing this collectively, like the three of them are at each farm at the same time, or they're like, we're each going out, and then we're coming back together. I don't know what that looks like. The dice will know. The dice will tell us. <laughs> but this is probably your second best chance to get physical 
in-person support. Bunch of strapping young farm lads and farm lasses. Or just old codgers with a pitchfork. Fucking fed up. You never know. (laughs) There's no age requirement for being pissed off. True. So, Sam, Carolina, and Felicity are also some of your more connected friends. Sam's got a bond of five. Caroline has a bond of three. Felicity has a bond of four. So this comes out to a plus nine if we're adding Sam and Felicity's together. It was mainly the combination of them three or just adding more than three people together. I'm like, why don't we add them all together? Like, that will get ridiculous. If you send your whole party mm-hmm. out, they've got a crazy-ass bonus. Which is fun. Like, as they should. <laughs> if they're all yeah. going to do something together. I mean, I think at that point it would be like, you would get the two highest and then also advantage. Mm. So it would be like, a plus nine with advantage is fucking great. You don't need a, what's the, the sum total of that? Can I ask a question before we do this roll? Yeah, of I'm course. I'm just looking at Felicity's line on this thing. Oh, now you're just looking at that. What yeah. is, I, I've been like looking at this document on I and off. I literally just Googled what you're about to ask. What clythrophobic is? Two seconds ago, I Googled what that was. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Clythrophobic is like a fear. I'm going to get this wrong. So I, I will also do dictionary.com this up but I'm pr- <laughs> it's a type of claustrophobia that is more to do with not being able to have like a way out like when you don't have an escape route got it okay, mm-hmm. oh, I, okay. I'm fairly certain um, a fear of being locked in oh okay um, so small spaces alone like aren't disturbing to her like you could be in a very big room but if you're locked in there that would trigger clythrophobia. Okay. Conversely, being in a very small closet, but knowing that the door is unlocked is also all right. That mainly just stems from her stint in that little cage. Right. Right. That makes sense. Since, you know, she got freed and then immediately lost an arm. Right. Actually, didn't, actually, didn't she like lose the arm and then get freed? Oh, Wasn't potato, she still potato? She's still in the cage when she lost the arm. <laughs> yes, yes, she was. Yeah. Sorry, you're right. Yep. It was even more prisoner <laughs> even abuse than worse. I mentioned. Yeah. But yeah, it was not a fun time for her. And while she has been, while she has been reconnecting with Favon and has been able to create that little kind of mage arm thing that Darvin saw, it still doesn't undo the events of that day. They're still there in her memory and still affects her. Um, and for some reason, is this, is it treating these numbers as text instead of numbers? What's going on here? <laughs> oh, that they're like centered? No, no, that they're like, I'm trying to add them up and like with a function, like, hey, what's the sum of these numbers? And it's like zero, like it's text. Yeah, if you sent them out there all together and I added up all those bonuses, that'd be a plus 25. That's. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. That's not going to happen. Anyways, sorry, we got distracted by math and then by grammar. So, Sam, Caroline, and Felicity are going out to the farms to recruit folk. The intention here is mostly to directly get them to physically come support you. Mm-hmm. Since the three of them are going out and we're taking the two highest bonuses, which is a five from Sam and a four from Felicity. That gives them a combined plus nine on this roll, which is a very good number. Chris, you're the only one who hasn't rolled yet. Don't botch it. What was that? You said nine? Yes, plus nine. Well, that's what I rolled, too, so it's going to be an 18. Yeah. We've got two successes out of three so far. So, success. What does success look like here? It looks like farmers coming to your aid. The very much the opposite of swords to plowshares. We are going plowshares to swords. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they don't have time to remake their farming equipment. They are just bringing it with them. I'll say with an 18, that also could include them bringing some of their animals to either haul stuff with them in terms of farming equipment to be used as weapons. Or it could be they just bring a really angry mule to go kick somebody. Hell yeah. I'll leave this Literally up to the party. and ask kicking. 
Outside of strapping young farmers and embittered old farmers and just, you know, pissed off farm spouses. <laughs> what what additional farm type uh what additional farm type bonus do you want them to bring with them to this fight? This could be some food. Food. But it could also mm. be the ass kicking ass. Ass kicker. <laughs> kicking ass. Uh I think food is probably like top on that. Okay. Food may attract other people too. Which could be helpful. But it's always good to have food. Come join the revolution. We have food. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes the simplest things work. Join the dark side. We have cake. (laughs) Uh, I'm more of a cookies fan myself. Let them eat cake. Exactly. So we brought our own cake. Farmers also have, you know, not a bunch, but they have some horses in case anybody wanted to ride into battle. Uh, that's definitely something I would want to do. I get bonuses. For riding an animal? Yeah, my, um, my wand does more damage if I attack beyond its maximum distance on a mount. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the wand. The so wand. I attack it, like, double the maximum distance and do more damage if I'm on a mount. Because it's mm-hmm. made for artillery. It's badass. It's it was for me to be flinging spells from atop a wyvern. Yeah, I was going to say it was originally intended for flight combat, but yeah, it'll work on ground combat too because I didn't want to be limiting. But yeah, that does mean you're like back in the cut though, or you're picking off people far away, like their support lines. Um, cool. Food. Some horses. Uh, so when the time comes, if anybody wants to be on a horse, you're more than welcome to say, I'm on a horse. There's not enough to go around for all of your allies, but cause, I mean, the farmers may want to ride their own horses too. But if any of the three of you want to be on a horse, you can. Uh, Darwin, just be careful when you're uh, <laughs> giving them the old right? giddy up. Yeah. <laughs> giddy up. Historically, it does not go well for me. Okay. Sam, Carolina, and Felicity have been successful in their efforts to go out to the farms surrounding Caravelle to recruit farmers to the cause. You will have farmers joining the fight physically. They will bring some of their farm tools as weapons. They will bring some horses, which can be used to ride into battle or for any other purposes that you can think of. They prefer you not slaughter them for food because (laughs) they have also brought some food. Yes. Caravelle being in the autumn band, you get a lot of good autumn produce. Get a lot of good autumn produce. Lots of squashes. Yeah. Squash. You've also certainly got things like cabbages. <laughs> Don't know what the hell Chris just did, but it did tickle me too. He sounded like a Pokemon. <laughs> it, was, it was meant to be the Hulk, but instead of saying smash, he was saying squash. <laughs> Shannon got it. I just thought it was so funny. <laughs> okay, never mind. Me too. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So, between the three NPC groups that you've sent out, you've had two successes out of three. The merchants are giving you moral support, but that doesn't provide you with any bodies or goods. It just provides you with them turning a blind eye to whatever it is you're about to do next, so long as it doesn't directly impact them. They're more worried about taking care of themselves in case you fail, which is a very reasonable fear, especially when they have so little. Mahogany and Morello, on the other hand, were able to get some success with the street kids. Uh, You'll get some distractions, and you'll get some intel. Sam, Caroline, and Felicity, success with the farmers. You're going to get some bodies with some farm weapons, bringing some food and some horses. Your characters will learn all about that stuff when you all reconvene later. But in the meantime, Arnis Darvin... And Finnegan, you are heading out to seek assistance from the Sporting Association, which is to say, to get the support of the pit fighters themselves by talking to their bosses. Their bosses' bosses, even. 
But along the way, Finnegan said he would like to keep an eye out for animals who may be able to provide information or other things that he can do with animals. I don't remember everything that Finnegan can do with animals because I don't have the class pulled up right next to me. But Mostly animal it's, assistance. It's talk with and then train to do things. Mm hmm. So let's just have. Uh, so, Finnegan, let's have a roll from you first just to see if you get distracted along the way and get pulled away from this conversation with this sporting association guild. All right, let's do it. Um, I'm imagining this is just a perception roll. But if there's something else that you can imagine for how to see an animal, I'm all, I'm all ears. I can think of a few other ways that that could happen very easily. I just don't have all the skills in front of me right now. No, I think I'm just, because uh, I, I don't want to draw attention. I'm not like going out to find something. I'm just keeping an eyeball open. Let's just, just go with the perception. Okay, okay. Let's roll some perception then, please. Okay, plus two. To 16. Hmm. 16 is pretty good. So Finnegan, what animal do you spot that draws your attention thinking that animal could be my friend and accomplice? Mm. We're kind of going through the uh, town, right? We're walking through on the streets. The streets are really busy, so there's not like a lot of creatures crawling around. But I'm like looking up, kind of scoping the rooftops. And there's just like a, a little red-tailed hawk just kind of sitting, watching, probably like watching an alley looking for mice or something to come scurrying out. Hmm. Finnegan's going to get distracted by a hawk, eh? Okay. Very curious how you get this hawk's attention. Although I'm sure speak with animals will do that very well. But if there's other means, uh, we can certainly get into that. Let's... Uh, Let's go deal with the sporting association first. Let's have Arnus and Darwin continue on their way while Finnegan, um, Finnegan, do you just like dip out, like just stop in the middle of the road and everybody else carries on? Or do you let I them know what's like happening? What's happening? Close by the time I, like by the time I spot the Hawk, we're like close. So I'm just, I kind of just wave them off and go, I'll, I'll wait out here. Just holler if you're, or, or I'll wait here. If you, if you need anything, let me know. I'm just like, my eyes are just on this bird. Okay. Okay. Just, just make a ruckus. I'll, I'll know if you need me. Make a ruckus. It's a good plan. It's a good plan. Okay. And then I, as they're leaving, I said, do you, do you want to take Cyril? Uh, sure. We're good. Like she trusts us. It's fine. Do, do one of you speak draconic? No. Nope. nope. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna teach you a couple of words very quickly. <laughs> and I teach you the the word for attack, and I teach you the word for stop. <laughs> and I looked at it, Cyril, and we have a conversation. It's more gestures and like sounds than anything else. And I kind of stand up and I say, D "Do you want her in the harness or out of the harness?" Oh. Uh, I don't know. I'm very intimidated by Cyril, so I don't know. Probably in the harness, then. That sounds less intimidating. All right. In the harness, she's about the size of a golden retriever. That seems more manageable. Okay. I mean, I'm not a small person, but at the same time, like, I'm just... All right, yeah. so what she's going to do, she's going to follow you and do whatever you tell her to. Either of those two options. Maybe I'll come back, and then she'll continue to follow me. She's good. It'll be fine. Okay. All right. And I look down, and I pat her on the head, and I wave her off, and she kind of pads up and, like, heels right on Arnis's heel. She's very mm. well-trained. Okay. <laughs> I just like the fact it's like, she'll do whatever you tell her to do, as long as it's one of those two things. <laughs> she doesn't know your other common tongue. <laughs> I'm sorry, the options were teach her another language or make her defenses stronger. <laughs> I say you chose correctly. I would uh, concur. Oh. And as they're leaving, I will tell, um, I will tell them, I, since you're taking Cyril, don't worry about letting me know if there's trouble. I'll know. Nice. We have a connection. Okay. Mm. 
That's useful. There's definitely going to be trouble. You'll just know when. Gosh, I hope there's not trouble. <laughs> Me I mean, they're too. a guild. And it's a sporting guild, though, so there will be athletic folk there. People who could probably do some good grappling and good punching. But they're probably not in their prime anymore. But it depends on how bad you fail. You know, you crit fail here. You could get, like, some boxer in his prime. On the other hand, if you succeed very, very well and start a fight, maybe it's all just against the uh, the Mandelbombs, since we're on that Seinfeld uh, <laughs> kick. Yeah. Okay. Distractions aside. We'll do Finnegan talks to a hawk on his own later. <laughs> but Darwin and Arnis, heading into the Sporting Association. The guild hall for the Sporting Association here in Caravelle is impressive in size, but it's still modest compared to what you saw at the Silver Purse. This is a functional building. It's big, it's square, everything is very blocky. The doors are heavy. There are murals and statues of athletes, you know, discus throws, and with a spear getting ready to throw it, or like a javelin ready to throw it, paintings of Athletes back in their prime are being honored after retirement. There's probably a, f- a number of memorials for famous athletes who have passed here. But all in all, it's got a rather uh, upbeat vibe. And it's not meant to be impending. They don't want you to feel threatened by their athletes. They want you to feel entertained. And so there is a, there's a fun, uh, I don't know fun, but there's a positive vibe to the place. And you make your way in. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash skyrenpodcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 city council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 governor level, thank you, Paul Calicott, Phoenix Bryan, and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrenpodcast.com. As always, thanks to Daryl Barnes for creating our theme music. You can find them on Twitter at Daryl Barnes underscore. We also want to thank the talented at Gabby underscore Desu on Twitter for our fantastic podcast art. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrend.